You're listening to the Stephen McGarvey Podcast on Apple Podcast and Spotify. It's your first cruise? Uh, never my third. And you? Numero uno. Oh, and you are going to positively adore it. Okay, I'm not in a good mood today. I'm going to have a terrible day. Or you can wake up in the morning and think, you know, it's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. I'm going to have a great day. So that is all it takes. It's, it's all about choosing your thoughts, setting your mind to, you can manifest your destiny. I really believe that. As long as you believe it in your heart and you don't let anyone take you down, then yeah, you can, you can do anything. Now here's your host, Stephen McGarvey. And welcome back to another Stephen McGarvey podcast. Today we have with us Sarah Bomber. Sarah, first off, thank you so much for taking the time out of your crazy busy schedule. I know you're one of the top performers on board. We've enjoyed your shows. Uh, you get standing ovations. And I'm so thrilled to have this opportunity to pick your brain, have a conversation with you around uh, what's on your mind. Where did you start? How did you overcome? I'm sure you had some obstacles along the way. Yeah. And just a general conversation. So uh, yeah. tell us a bit about yourself, Sarah. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you for having me. Very happy to be here. Um, so a little bit about myself. Yes, I am a professional singer, dancer, actor. And right now, I am working on this beautiful vessel, the Seaborn Sojourn, as uh, a singer. Um, but yes, to get here, it's it's quite a long, difficult path. Um, but a little bit about my background. So I grew up in a very musical home. Um, both of my parents are musicians. Uh, we were kind of like the Von Trapp family growing up. So <laughs> my dad plays guitar. My mom is a voice teacher, piano teacher. Everyone played three instruments. Um, so um, it was we had no choice but to practice and play. Um, so I always sang, always um, danced, and um, yeah. So that was my whole childhood, and I kind of just followed in my sister's footsteps. That's a real yeah. blessing. Did you know how lucky you were being brought up in a, like immersed essentially in a musical environment from you were born? I didn't. I guess I didn't realize I was lucky. I just thought it was normal because <laughs> oh, really? yeah, because it was just yeah. We had no choice. I mean, of course, I fought my mom and didn't want to do all that. Yeah. I wanted to go play in the playground with my friends, yeah. but no, I had to practice piano, you know, yeah. so so now I look back, though, and I'm so grateful, so yeah. grateful for I it. I have so many friends that say, I wish my parents had made me take music. Absolutely, yeah. They let me quit. Yeah. I wish they'd yeah. made me take it's it. It's so true, yeah. Yeah, and I'm so thankful for it. So yeah. you followed in your sister's footsteps. Yeah, said. yeah. So, so my sister, she was four years older than me, and she... Um, played viola, so I played viola. She started taking dance class, so I took dance class. And eventually she uh, trickled away from these kind of things, but I stuck with it. So she was the best role model I could have asked for. So, yeah, I just found my way through her I guess <laughs> that's fantastic so sticking with it that's an interesting term you use yeah um, what does that mean to you hmm. and along your way tell us about some of those times where you had to consciously stick with it there must have been times where you felt like giving up oh my gosh yeah um, yeah so many times I guess for me there was nothing else that I really gravitated to I I just felt comfortable in dance class and felt comfortable on the stage and I just yeah, for and me. What do you like about it? Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's a good question. I, I think when I was a kid, I liked the attention, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but now, um, it gets to a point where when you're on a stage in front of thousands of people, it's yeah. it's more nerve wracking sometimes, and so it's more about communicating and connecting to people and um, sharing stories. So here's a here's a question that may seem a little odd to you. How do you know when you've done a good job? You feel it in your heart, really more more so than anything else. Um, if if you like, 
um, in a show that is all about the acting. If, if you tell a story and you feel like you gave it your all and poured your heart on that stage, no matter what the audience's response is, you feel like, okay, I gave it my all. I, I connected to someone. There had to be someone out there that was touched by this right. story. Right. So that's, I think that's more um, meaningful than you know, a standing ovation. Yeah, that's fantastic. And what are some of the key lessons you've learned about things like perseverance, overcoming yeah. obstacles? Oh my gosh. Competition. <laughs> yeah. Those kinds of things. That has been a part of my daily life for forever is rejection. And, um, oh my gosh, I, I've been through so many cases where I didn't think I was going <laughs> to be able to continue. Like applying for college, for example, I put all of my eggs in one basket. I had to go to this one school. And I just applied to a few other schools, you know, just in case, just for safe schools. But, but I didn't get into my number one school, and I thought my life was over, you know. <laughs> but then I got into the one that I needed to be in. So you look back and you think, wow, that's exactly what needed to happen for me to get here. But at the time, it's the end of the world, you know. And what's most important to you about what you do? What, what, what gets you up in the morning? What drives you? What, uh, what keeps you going? Honestly, it's... It's um, it's the lessons that I get to share and, and learn every day. I'm constantly inspired by by meeting people and hearing their stories, and I, oh my gosh, I'm touched every day about, especially the guests on this on this vessel. Like, so many beautiful, heartbreaking, wonderful stories um, that we hear, and and if you sing a song that you know takes them back to their wedding day, or a song that their mother sang to them as a child, like you get to connect uh, performing you get to connect to people on the deepest level to a stranger that you have never met before on yeah. the deepest level it's you can't really explain it um so that's i mean everything is worth that one of the things that that shocked me was the range that you have in your voice thank you um, there's I've, I've heard people that do opera and they yes. just do opera they do rock or they just they, they stick in one area mm -hmm. i've heard you on board so far do everything from uh, opera through to i guess rock and and classical stuff uh, how do you develop such a range in your voice yeah, so that, that is the challenge of a cruise ship singer honestly like that is the versatility is something that is is unique just to cruise ship singers especially to this ship because it is so broad um and that is um something more rare because normally you know people choose one thing in school to, to focus on um but for me my interests in music were so spread that i was able to you know focus on opera at one point in my life and then focus on music theater and then focus on different things so that i've um you know, grown into having this repertoire, I guess. Um, so yeah, um, it's it's probably my greatest strength, I think, as a, as a singer, to be able to uh, cover the genres. Yeah, I, I was really impressed. I, I was literally surprised. Oh, cool. When they told me there was like an opera thing going on. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I don't really like opera. Yeah. But we were sitting having lunch, and then when I saw you get up, I was like, she's doing opera? Exactly. And yeah. when I heard you start, I was like, I can't believe she can do this range. It's wild. I love that element of surprise. It's, it's pretty fun. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's, that's fantastic. And interacting with other cast members, yeah. colleagues, what's that like from a competition perspective oh man from a is it all good that is, is, is there some kind of so yeah, I've been working professionally now for oh my gosh how many years 10 years and um, 
that is the biggest lesson I can give to any young actor is you have to learn how to get along with every single type of personality, every single type of person. You have to learn how to put all of your differences aside and, and genuinely love the people that you're on stage with because if you don't, the audience is going to pick it up and they're it's going to ruin the show and you can't do that. So that has been the lesson I learned a long time ago to be able to just know that you're unique enough that you don't have to feel the competition because I'm even though I can look the same as the next girl I'm different you know and I sound different and I perform differently and um, so it's erasing that competition from your mind and it's learning how to connect with people on stage in a way that you love them no matter how much you disagree on other issues and this cast is really really special because everyone has a lot of experience so that we never had that problem. It was just natural, easy chemistry on stage. Now, I'm guessing when you say this cast is really special, I'm guessing that there was some hand selection and that there was uh, some some picky uh, things as far as who was being selected for this world cruise. I mean, this is the first world cruise that Seaborn's done in, I believe, six years. Yeah. And I'm sure they had pressure to make sure that they knocked it out of the park with this. Absolutely, so yeah. how did you end up here on this world cruise? Well, how many people did you have to interview with yeah. or audition with? How did that whole process work? And this one is also special because we had uh, three, no, four brand new shows that we brought on board as well. So we were the first cast to make these shows in rehearsal. So it was, yeah, it was a big project for my production company. But um, yeah, so I don't know how I was chosen. So they come to New York twice a year to audition. And I've worked for other cruise lines before and I've always wanted to work for this one. And they auditioned um, for three days, I think around 600 people. Um, you know, of course, I think around probably 400 girls, 200 guys is normally the odds. Um, and then this one was one of the biggest cuts I've seen. Normally they keep around half or, you know, but they cut it down. They called back 10 people after wow. you sing these two songs for them and they vocalize you. And then in the callback, you um, do a harmony workshop, a dance audition. And then this one was very unique. At the end of all of that process, we had a whole day of getting to know the casting directors. And then they sat down with four of us and offered us a job so however everyone who was there in New York that day was no one that I'm working with now so they hired from all over the world for for uh, this contract and we never sang together until we got into rehearsals well, so that audition <laughs> that you went through in New York mm -hmm. was just a fraction of how many people they were actually interviewing Absolutely. or auditioning I guess mm -hmm. is the proper term for this role yeah well congratulations thank That's you and now, thank you I gotta say you make it look so easy um, you, you really do both the singing the dancing the, the whole nine yards you connect with the audience almost instantly when you get on stage Thank and that, that's a real talent um, what are some of the key things you've learned about how to connect you said you brought up earlier that story was important that it's it's about the story that you're communicating to an audience absolutely my story so I've had contracts in the past where it's you know you feel after you've done the same show 25 times okay this is just a job I'm gonna go on stage and I'm gonna find this energy inside of me but um, I was just I was wasn't feeling as inspired as that's something I think I've learned over um, over time is to constantly you have to constantly be inspired you have to constantly go out out in the morning and, and talk to people and hear their stories because if they fill you up with life you're gonna give that back um, so that yeah that's been really important lesson for me to learn um, this contract and I've been able to uh, enjoy every show.
and I'm still nervous for every show, and I'm at the end of my contract. <laughs> that's, that's, that's funny. That's yeah. one of the questions I was going to ask you because yeah. as a professional speaker, sometimes people ask me, "Do you ever get nervous?" And and I remember speaking once to a group of psychiatrists, and mm -hmm. it was probably the most nervous I've ever been, because you start thinking a certain way, mm -hmm. which generates a certain state. Yeah. So when you're going on and, and you look so confident, nobody would ever believe you still get nervous. So talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. Sometimes I'm all right. Sometimes it's uh, it's just being comfortable and confident on stage. When I'm when I'm on my stage with all of my friends, we're all doing the same thing, and we can look at each other in the eyes. You feel like this is great. Like nerves are very minimal. But when it's just you on that stage, and the lights in the gown, it's that is the most nerve wracking thing. And because if you mess up the lyrics, there's no one there to back you up. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Let me ask you that question. Now that you brought that, yeah. up, have you ever messed up any lyrics? I now can any officially say I've only messed up one time this entire contract. I said uh, the same verse twice, so it was totally fine. But now I can I never say that until the end of my contract, <laughs> or else I think I'm going to jinx it. So yes. <laughs> so you said the same verse twice. Just, yeah, and just once. How did that work out? Did everybody cover for you? Did everybody, oh man! Like I bet the audience didn't even. <laughs> Notice. No idea, I'm sure. Unless someone really knew that song. But yeah, I, my cast members were looking at me like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was fine, That's I think, funny. in the end. I, I know sometimes we can be our own worst critics. Yeah. I'll, I'll bet you people were so engaged in the overall feeling that they were getting from listening to you and watching the, yeah. the group. Thankfully, there's a lot happening. They probably didn't song. even know that it wasn't intentional. Yes. <laughs> so I'm sure that was the case. Yes. Um, so we talked a little bit about growing up. We talked a little bit about uh, your, your career right now. Uh, what are your aspirations? What, what, what keeps you ticking? You said story. Yeah. And inspiration from people you talk to yeah um, what else what, what do you enjoy most about what you do man yeah I think it's I think yeah it's really the the connection to people um, and I think yeah it's really sad looking around these days people fight on every issue and they just you know they focus on each other's differences rather than seeing that we're all in this together and um, we can all make the world a better place and um, it's I just really want to bring people together with this and um, yeah kind of share that message let's close the loop if I may in my mind mm -hmm. you said that your sister dropped off so she was your inspiration oh at the yeah beginning. You started with that. <laughs> yes and then you said she dropped off but didn't give us much detail on that uh, are you comfortable talking about it? yeah she oh, my sister's the most amazing person on the planet she um, got her undergraduate degree in viola performance from one of the top music schools in America and then she went on to graduate in the top of her law class um, for law at George Mason, George Mason University and then she went on to um, be a JAG for the Coast Guard so she now lives in San Diego and uh, yeah. To be a what for the Coast Guard? JAG. So, um, I've never heard of that. She um, is yeah, she's a lawyer for the Coast Guard. Oh, lawyer yes, for the yes, Coast Guard. exactly. Oh, that's yeah. really cool. And does she she's, enjoy law? Oh she, my gosh, she's amazing. She's so she genius. Her, yeah, 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 absolutely genius. Found her calling and, yeah. and is enjoying it. Yeah. So yeah, she's and my brother's now in law school too. So I'm the only one that stuck with music in the end. Well, <laughs> they, they say it's good to have a lawyer in the family. So you never know when they come it's in. It's true. It's especially in entertainment. I'm sure. No. <laughs> yeah. And what does the future hold for you? So we're coming to sort of the yes. end of a leg of this world cruise. Yeah. We're on yeah. to the rest of it, researching other other people, having interviews, etc. We've experienced different cultures, definitely. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's been Africa. amazing. Yeah. Did you, before we get on to what's next for you, did you get off in any of the African stops? The West every Africa? time, every time. What shocked you the most? Ooh. Or what impressed you the most, or what? Yeah. Surprised you the most? I mean, this was definitely a, a life-shaking experience. Um, yeah, I, I think something that really 
uh, struck me was going off in the Gambia and um, I was on a tour and um, getting off the shuttle bus and seeing hundreds of beautiful children just come up and just want to like touch my hair because it's different or or just like you know see someone different and they didn't weren't begging they were just happy beautiful children um and you could see that they didn't have much but um they you know were just so happy to see someone different and when taking a picture with them they would love to see the picture you know some of them probably never have experienced that before and just seeing that with so little they can be so happy um that was I, I can't go into my my days now without being so grateful for what I have yeah. you know after seeing seeing yeah. yeah you'll have to airdrop me one of those pictures because yeah. we'll have to post it so people actually see what you look like yeah yeah uh, blonde hair a uh, bluey kind of yeah. <laughs> eyes I guess depending on what you're wearing mm -hmm. they, they change a little they bit they do yeah and tall and and slender a dancer so just to give the audience a, a snapshot picture in their mind because they're just hearing us yeah. that in in an environment where you're by far the minority where yeah. people are as, as dark as I've seen complexion wise and and density of people mm -hmm. um, just really really overwhelming oh, to see gosh. how happy how yeah. little they have yeah. and how happy they are it really and struck what me an well. amazing culture isn't it like I was thinking what how cool it would be if we took one person from there and and brought them to my home and tried to like show them my culture and and, and take me in and put them in their environment and oh yeah. it's wow it's it's amazing one of the things that we addressed on another conversation was the fact that we went to a remote village on one of the tours we oh. were on and we were talking to the person to arrange it Jeff DeVito and he sets up new tours for Seaborn oh, cool. and and kind of works out the kinks and the bugs in them and he was telling us that they actually did culture tourism sensitivity training for the village so that the wow. villagers knew what was sort of appropriate or really? would be frowned on from the the, the wow. visitors and I said to Jeff that struck me as really opposite to what should be happening yeah we should be, be given sensitivity yes. training because we're entering to their, their culture, environment yeah. and their culture yeah yeah so interesting I just wow. wanted to get your your perspective on that and, and I think gratitude is one of the big things that comes to my mind you can't be in a situation like that and not walk away feelings just so blessed for yeah. where we live and Absolutely. the things that we have and and really the things we take for granted on a daily basis mm -hmm. um, it really refreshes drinking water, yeah, exactly. drinking water. Yeah. when you see people yeah. actually carrying water to a garden from a well yeah and they have to boil their water in yeah. order to drink it etc yeah. so really eye-opening as far as what we learn in those environments mm -hmm. yeah. um, now, we're almost at the end of this leg, and, and I kind of left you hanging there, and you shared with us some exciting information as far as you thought you were getting off, and now you're staying on. Right, right. You seemed excited about that. Yeah. Tell us about that. So, um, my production company is amazing, and they've really um, given me every opportunity. So, um, um, right now, there's six people in our cast, and I um, am the company manager of my cast. So, basically, I make sure everyone's okay and healthy, and if there's any issues with the shows or anything, really, um, I help uh, with, with the cruise director and assistant cruise director to resolve them. And so, um, the next cast is getting on for the um, next Leg of the World cruise and bringing on 12 shows, um, and there's a whole new cast, and um, so, basically, my I'm have accepted the position to help install this team on board. So whenever a uh, cast gets on board, you have about three weeks of installing the shows, which is setting all the lights. We have a light um, designer come and set all the lights for the shows. Um, we design the sound for the shows um, and block the shows um, on, on the new stage. 
And so I'll be assisting with that and um, getting them all comfortable on this Seaborn uh, Sojourn. What does and the term block the shows for yeah. our audience that aren't familiar with yeah. stage terms, et cetera? What does that mean to block the show? So um, the choreography, um, setting the choreography to be in the right place. Um, so like our stage is a circle. So if instead of someone, you know, just making sure that it looks even, I guess, and... Uh, yeah, making sure everyone's in the right in the right place at the right time. <laughs> That's interesting. When we teach presentation skills, we talk about that, making sure that you we use the term spatial anchoring. So yeah. if you want the audience to respond a certain oh, way, you, you want to use a certain place to represent a character, for example. Yeah. You want to make sure that character, uh, when they go back to that same spot, it, it sort of triggers things in the mind of the audience. Mm -hmm. So they know oh, unconsciously. I've heard of that before. That's how are cool. we communicating consciously as well as unconsciously? Interesting. And we can talk more about that uh, after this. If That's you like. really cool. Yeah. And we refer to it as spatial anchoring. So. It's nice. it's making sure that if I gesture to a certain place, that it's as always I'm the same place. Story, it's always the same place yes. as I use that gesture. Yes. And it's a psychological term, a spatial. Anchor. It's like acting class. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I didn't know you did. That's awesome. Yeah, wow. yeah. When we teach uh, when we teach presentation skills and and platform skills, okay. we teach people how to use that more consistently. So it is very it cool. is very much like acting wow. skills. Um, now here's the other interesting. People might want to know out of all the people we could have had this conversation with, because you've got a lot of colleagues on board. Um, they you might be wondering why do we choose you and so I, I thought I'd just answer that as part of this conversation yeah. uh, we chose you because right out of the gate you just seem to be able to connect with the audience you came across comfortable up there you were engaging and off stage you were very humble your, your presence you were very uh, just like a, a, a talking to a normal person Thank uh, you. whereas some people that are up there I think it gets to their heads oh, and they yeah. they, uh, they they kind of think they're bigger than they are and uh, you just really struck us as somebody who's very kind caring down to earth and we wanted to share your story with the audience thank you so much so tell us where you're going from here you must yeah. have so first off you said that that seaborn was one of the this, the lines you wanted yes. to work with this sounded like a goal yeah yeah why seaborn that's yeah i love i love this vessel i love the people here um it's just a small ship you get to know people you're taken care of in this company that seaborn partners with for entertainment is the top it's they really, really take care of us and listen to us, and um, and invest in our future. You can feel free if it's uh, if if it's okay. You yeah. Plug your company. Yeah, I would love to. Go so ahead. I work for Belinda King Creative Productions, uh, based out of um, Northampton, England, and um, they do the entertainment for a bunch of different um, cruise ships and um, other entertainment platforms, and they are just an incredible company. And um, yeah, I've. I've always wanted to work for them so and they've already invested in all of our features and um, are um, looking forward to having us again in the future for next other contracts so I've yeah I'm I'm hoping to stick with this for a few more years. <laughs> well, that's great to hear. One of the things that we talk to people about is that what enables us to differentiate ourselves is the ability to give others the experience of being understood. Mm. And it sounds like you not only have that ability, you listen to people's stories, but that's part of what motivates you to oh get up gosh. and do what you do. Yes. And, yeah. and you know, connect with them yeah. from the stage. But you've connected with them first uh, through your conversations. Yeah. And it sounds like that's part of what inspires you to then have the energy and the motivation to do it what is. you do. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's also really encouraging, I have to say, um, being brought in to work with teams and, and, and corporations uh, you know, around the world, it's encouraging to hear uh, employees, if, if I can call you that, yeah, team yeah. members, being so satisfied with the people that they work with mm -hmm. and, uh, and having that sense of, Harvard Business Review called it emotional fulfillment, that mm. you can be rationally fulfilled, but it's that experience of feeling satisfied and feeling emotionally fulfilled yeah. and it sounds like they go overboard to make sure that that's the case with you.
with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. So that's good to hear. So a little bit more about the future. So is the future uh, bigger than a cruise ship? Yeah. If so we could have a magic wand and wave it, and you could accomplish anything in the world oh, that man. you wanted. What would that be? Well, you know, and when I was in college, I said my goal in life is to be able to support myself as a singer. And um, that is honestly the struggle of the career. It's so hard in New York. I moved to New York four years ago after I graduated. And and that is the struggle is to be able to constantly have income and not have to audition all, all the time. But I mean, you also have to go through that grind to make those connections. So it's all sacrifice. And um, um, so that was my goal. And in doing this, I, I have that. It's, and that's fantastic. But, you know, I always still have this dream from when I was a child, the Broadway dream. So I, you know, I go in and out of that. Um, but I think, yeah, one, one day I'll, I'll decide to, to stay in New York for more than three months and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and really make the connections and take the classes and learn all I can to, yeah, to... Well, you're, that you're young, you've got your whole life ahead of you, and uh, we will keep in touch. I can't yeah. wait to, to see and hear and experience your future successes. It's so nice to see someone as, as genuine and congruent as you experience success, success that you are at such a young age. So congratulations. Thank you so much. And thank you again so much for taking this time. If you had one more piece of advice to give to the audience um, who's didn't grow up necessarily in a supportive environment like you, who maybe thought, I want to be a, a rock star or a musician or a dancer or a singer mm -hmm. or whatever it is, and their mm -hmm. parents said, no, get a real job. Mm -hmm. Like, there are people out there that don't grow up yeah. in that supportive environment. Absolutely, yeah. Um, what should they be thinking? Because their thinking impacts our emotional state. Yeah. Like, so they, you know, if they thought, oh, I'll never make it, I might as well quit, they're going to be discouraged. Yeah. Um, how did you think along the way that kept you motivated? Oh, man. I just had nothing but determination. And... You know, I I kind of connect it sometimes to uh, I ran a marathon a few years ago, and you can really do anything you set your mind to. You can wake up in the morning and think, okay, I'm not in a good mood today. I'm gonna have a terrible day. Or you can wake up in the morning and think, you know, it's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. I'm gonna have a great day. So that is all it takes. Is it's all about choosing your thoughts, setting your mind to. You can manifest your destiny. I really believe that. As long as you believe it in your heart and you don't let anyone take you down, then yeah, you can you can do anything. We have a new book coming out. I'm gonna do a little plug for yeah. us. And you just said something that's so important. Our book's titled Shift, Engaging Minds, Triggering Emotions, Guiding Behavior nice. is our tagline. Nice. And what you just said as I process that, you said you can wake up in the morning and you can think one way. Mm -hmm. And as you think, it triggers a certain emotional state. Mm -hmm. And that emotional state then, then triggers those behaviors that you do that day. Yeah. And so I think that's a really good reinforcement for our audience and as a thank you you for being here on our podcast i'll make sure you get one of those oh, copies as soon as it's released yes please thank you and thank so you so we'll make sure you get that amazing and have fun with the rest of the the uh, journey and your new role that sounds thank exciting you. as well i'm oh, sure yeah. there'll be new challenges and opportunities there for you as well and thank you again so much sarah is anybody else you'd like to say hi to while you're here oh man hi mom and dad <laughs> 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 it's great that you give them that last credit and it's so yeah. nice to hear that story of growing up in a musical environment yeah. and seeing where you are right now and you genuinely seem to love what you do which is always a, a treat for us to have that conversation with people. Yeah. Thank so, you so much for having so, me. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you.